And there he goes. There he goes off away, out of the picture into another day. There he goes, Mr. Clinton Wells. Not a lot of people know this, but Clinton's first name is Clinton and not Clint. Clint is short for Clinton. I'm just giving some people some info while you go wandering around your house like the elf on the shelf that you are. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm okay. You're okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. My daughter, uh, I guess we have a um, bunny, some kind of Christmas bunny. And she noticed that the bunny keeps moving. Uh, it's an inanimate stuffed uh, Christmas bunny. Okay. But she's, the other day she woke up and it was like last exit to Brooklyn because somebody had put the GD Christmas bunny on the side of the cage where the bunnies are entrapped that we have at our house. And she was like, look, the bunny's in a new place. It's kind of like the elf on the shelf. And like, that's the world of a five-year-old, dude. The world of a five-year-old is filled with magic and wonder, dude. Where shit fucking magically can happen. There are fairies, like she believes in fairies. And her mom's always like, don't fuck her. Don't fucking tell her there's no fairies. And I'm like, all right. I'll let her live in this magical world of wonder, but eventually she's going to have to step out of the magical world of wonder and step into the magical world of nobody gives a fuck about your bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. And then I think what my wife wants to do, she wants to let her live in the magical world of wonder for as long as she can. I'm not sure what good that does for the kid. You know, if you really boil down what your job is, your job is to prepare your kid for life. That's your job is to protect them all the time from what's, hard i know but i feel like there's definitely some gray area in the middle because i always think of myself as like i read about this mormon guy like i saw some documentary about these mormons and i mean most of it was about them like betting their 11 year old niece or whatever but part of the whole deal is like there were no toys and just kids when they like as soon as they were like five or six they just started working and i was like well that's that seems a little much. Well, yeah, but it, it it actually makes my point more. It's like, well, the hard thing we're exposing them to isn't crawling into a mine shaft. What we're telling them about is that this fairy tale shit isn't true. That there actually aren't fairies. We're not making them work in a factory. We're not selling them to marriage at twelve years old. They still get to be kids and have a beautiful, wonderful life. And the thing that I try to tell my wife, because my wife's suddenly. She's more aligned with Laura now out of the fucking blue this year. But, um, you know, you can have the magic and the wonder of the story. I'm an adult man. I don't believe in Satan or demons or wizards or any of that. And yet, if I want to, I can watch a film or read a book and be transported to a magical place without ever being tempted to actually believe in it. And I can still feel those feelings. Um, It's a little thing called your imagination. That's the way I look at it. I'm like, yeah. look, we don't need to tell her this shit's real. We can just exactly. say, look, you can imagine it. Yeah. And then if you imagine, like I imagine all kinds of things all the time and they're as real as fuck as far as I'm concerned. 
because I'm feeling a lot of feelings about it. Well, did you ever go? Did you ever read the Harry Potter books? Yes, I did. Okay, I don't know if you had this experience, but I mean, this has been a while for me. This may have been when I was 25. When the last book came out, I kind of got on board, so I was able to read them all. And it was one of the most enjoyable experiences of my entire life to read those books. It was like magic. Now, I wasn't tempted for a millisecond to believe that Hogwarts existed or that there was a school for young wizards or that Voldemort... he I didn't need to believe that Voldemort was real for him to scare me, etc., and our kids don't need that either. Kids are smart. Wait, kids have active wait, hold, imaginations. Hold, hold on. Are you... Wait. Are you telling me that Harry Potter's not real? Well, I know your wife hasn't told you the truth about it, but yeah, Harry Potter's not real. Dude, I, I thought it was nonfiction. I've been trying to book a trip to fucking Hogwarts for the last 10 years. Do you know how Daniel Ratcliffe let the world know that it wasn't real? He did, he the, did that. He did that he did naked that play. play. He did Equus, and he said, here's my dick, everybody. And he they're said, like, Here, wait yeah. a minute, Hogwarts doesn't exist? Yeah, and they're exactly. like, I don't know. Check out this dick. He's like, how can I send the most direct message, the loudest message, the most efficiently? I pull my dick out with his horse. Dude, this is all I know about Daniel Radcliffe. When he did that play, he was in fucking good shape and yeah. had an ample amount of dick. Because well, here's, here's, what what here's, yeah. here's what you do. Here's what you don't do. If you don't have ample amounts of dick and you're fucking not in the best shape of your life, guess what you're not doing? You're not starring in Equus. Yeah, here's what you do if you got you got two situations, and here's what you do in those situations. Number one, if you have a big dick energy and a big dick, here's what you do. You find some way to show that dick to the world. Maybe it's a play, maybe it's a film. Now, here's what you do if you've spent your whole career being a lovable, heroic wizard, and you got a chiseled body and you want to shatter that image. And, and you, you got that want, BDE. You know, then what you do is you get a personal trainer and you lose some LBs and you tighten up. You tighten it all up because you know you're going to be... Slopping that dick around all the kids who grew up adoring Harry Potter. Well, here's the thing, too, dude. If you're if you got that BDE, here's where you're not gonna have it. When you step in front of a fucking audience of strangers in a cold theater, well, you better dude, really have your it. dicks at the you're at your minimum dick at that. That's the point. dick test. That's the great dick test. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dude, put me in front of a pretty lady and my dick's looking pretty okay. But dude, put me in front of a fucking audience of strangers. Dude, that's the least amount of dick I will have in my entire life. You got to have a lot of dick confidence to pull that off. Dude, you got to have a lot of extra dick to pull that, yeah, that right. off. Right, you do. Like you got to have a good... I'm going to go two or three inches of extra dick that you don't even need. Just in case. Like, I'm talking about, like, what, I don't know. I don't know much of dick. I don't know much dick you need to get all up inside somebody's butthole. But I'm going to say any, anything past about six or seven inches seems like you're not going to be able to use it. And if you are, you're going to be hurting. And who wants to hurt anybody? I don't want to hurt anybody. You know, here's what I don't want to do. Like, my wife would be like, why is your dick so small? I'm like, because I don't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be bigger, but I got so fat because I didn't want to hurt anybody. I got tired of hurting. I got tired of hurting pe my, my, Look, my neighbors, my community. Do I want to hurt you? No. That's why I'm so fat. 
Oh my gosh. Well, Dude, we started off this podcast with a lot of dick talk and a lot of body shame. Well, and in that way, I guess it's just like every other episode that we've Dude, done. We always get there, but I just didn't think we'd get there that quickly well, today. The, it may be a circuitous road, but all paths at IOK lead to <laughs> dick lead to bags of shame and big dick energy. Shame and BDE, dude. That's how we do it. Dude, by the way, if you don't have that extra two or three inches that you need to get in front of a fucking strange audience on a cold, dark day in New York City, here's what you do. Leave us a review. Use the word Heine or thank you, daddies, in the review. Thanks, daddies. Thanks, daddies. And go to Patreon and sign up. Be a subscriber. And, dude, you're going to be like your wife or your boyfriend or whoever you're hanging out with maybe you're in a russian spa i don't know and then you look over and then igor looks at you and he's like damn dude you've got the big dick energy why do you have so much big dick energy and you go because i became a patron for i okay and then he's like how do i how do i get how do i get to this because i need this big dick energy and you go, well, just go to patreon.com backslash IOK and you'll get that BDE. And he's like, I it's must that simple, do it. Igor. No. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know how I'm getting this accent. I've never been able to get the Russian accent, but now that I have it, I don't want to lose it. I feel like I'm looking at a UFO. I feel like I'm looking at a UFO in a blue sky. And I know if I take my eyes off, it's already going Scottish. Yeah, no, I'm Scottish. already Scottish. And I've lost it. I've lost the goddamn I fucking Russian accent. Oh man. God well, damn it. You're gonna be in bed one night having joined the Patreon and you're gonna be having some intimate time with your lover, and your lover is gonna shout, scream, and turn on the light and go, I thought you were fucking Daniel Radcliffe. Because of the big D E. That you will then have. Dude, why why are you if you're not a Patreon right now, I know you're going, how do I get to a computer to fucking sign up? You might even be you able do to do it on your phone though. Probably do it on your phone. Even do it on your phone. I know there's yeah. a Patreon app for your phone. So speaking of UFOs, I just watched the phenomenon, which is a brand new UFO documentary. Dude. It's so uh, let me let me guess new great. information about UFOs. It's not These even all the same. Well, here's dude. I've seen two of them now. I can't remember the last one, but this new one, the phenomenon. It's one of those. It's like watching Leaving Neverland. You know, when you watch Leaving Neverland, you're like, well, yeah. Michael Jackson's definitely a you know pedophile. He he had sex with all these boys that he was hanging out with. Dude, you watch the phenomenon and you're like, no, yeah, there have been UFOs. Okay. <laughs> what's next? Oh, what's for dinner? I find from about myself, because you're you're like this too. We're both I, I would classify us both as intelligent people. Oh yeah. Thoughtful, uh, free thinking, you know, skeptical. But I also am, like anyone, totally susceptible to a good persuasive argument. So you know, I watched that 9-11 documentary, Loose Change, and I was like, holy shit. Oh, my God. It, I found it very persuasive, which that's a documentary, if you guys haven't seen it, which purports that 9-11 was a huge conspiracy, right? But then I read a Popular Mechanics article that 
line by line debunked every claim in that film. And I was like, oh, boom, done. So I'm just very, you know, people put together these arguments that are meant to be persuasive and they work. They, they throw things together. They leave a few things out, make a compelling argument. They get a charismatic guy to talk about it. Someone probably good looking or super smart, well credentialed. You throw all that into a 90 minute stew and it's, and by the way, UFOs are something people desperately want to believe, even subconsciously. We desperately want to believe that something outside of ourselves may come rescue us from ourselves. So it's a it, it's easy to exploit. We desperately need meaning in our lives. And, you know, the God thing ain't doing it. You know, God's out. Well, God's out for you. God's not out for me. And God's not out for most people, actually. I think God I think I think God's on the way out. Well, as an explanation for the, the things we, we are scared of the most, death, meaning. Here's my explanation for life, God. <laughs> do, do I know what God is? No, I don't know what God yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. So then it, it, the snake eats its tail. Right. But here's the thing about UFOs. Just because we don't know what UFOs are, just because we don't know what they are, doesn't mean they don't exist. Just same with God. Just because I don't know what this experience is that I'm having, doesn't mean that... God didn't create it. Now, what God is, I have no idea. It's probably some corporation like Sony. And this is like Sony PlayStation 38. Yeah, but you're, you're explaining phenomena backwards. You're saying, well, some, we don't know what it is. It could be anything. It literally could be anything. And if it could be anything, it's almost not even worth talking about. Well, there's, there's, no, there's no saying this is exact. This is definitely what it is. Like when somebody says, hey, this is what it is, then I'm like, no, you don't know. Nobody yeah. knows. But here's what I do know. If I find a TV in the desert, just because I don't know who made that TV, doesn't mean somebody didn't make the goddamn TV. The TV didn't just make itself. Same with the world. Same with the universe. It didn't make itself. I know you're like, oh, but about the Big Bang, Bobby? There was the Big Bang. <laughs> it did scene. make itself. Well, here's what as happened. far as we can tell with actual evidence. I, no, here's the evidence. Because I, I, here's what happened. So 1.7 billion years ago, so... Uh, 13.2 billion years ago, there was a big bang scene. And then the universe just started, you know, came out of nothing. And then it just started expanding at the speed of light for the last uh, 37. And it's just going to go out. And then it's when it gets all the way out, it's going to come back in again. And it's going to come back down to nothing. And that's going to be that. And then who knows after that? Uh, so the, anyways, that's what's that. And uh, check out this big dick energy. And you're like, uh, you don't have any big dick energy with that fucking shit, dude. Here's some big dick energy. God, you motherfucker. Damn, son. So you just made fun of all the science, which is that verifiable and, and proven. But yet you think God, which is like a corporation like Sony, to quote you, yeah. did it all with no evidence. No, I, I have evidence. It's the, uh, Your evidence is just that it exists and therefore yeah. something had to create yes. it. And you chose, you chose a version of what you think created yeah. it. That, that, Beatle, that Beatles mug that you're holding in your hand, mm -hmm. something, now I don't know. Who created that Beatles monk? I have no idea. But here's what I do know. Somebody created it. Okay, okay, okay. So check this argument out. This argument's old as fucking time, all right? So your idea is that God, right? God, therefore God, right? An unknown thing that I call God that could be anything. So what created that? Because if that exists, something created that the same way that the Beatles mug, the argument you're making is that things exist, therefore someone created Dude, it. Dude, if I don't even know what God is, how do I know what created God I don't know. I'm just saying, if something created God, is it God? 
You're saying that because something exists, it must have been created. When I say God, here's what happens. When I say God, you have all this Christian baggage associated with the word God. No, I, I don't. should just say, well, you do. You're talking because about a God as a corporation. You're talking about God as a company. I'm talking about God as an unknown thing that can't be known that created something the universe. Had to cre- but something had to create that by your logic. Something had to create that unknown <clears throat> thing. Perhaps I don't know. Perhaps so that thing could have been eternal, but the universe can't. No, no. I, okay, so there's a God, and then something created God, and then something created that God, and then something created that God. Well, but, by your but again, again, you're referring to God as like a person. Like when you think of the word, when I say the word God, you immediately think person. But that, that's not what I'm saying. When I say God, it's the word that I use. It's the all-encompassing word of the thing that's unknown that's responsible for this experience that I'm having. I don't know what that thing is. Just the same re- the same reason I can say that mug that you're holding that you were holding was made by something. Okay, and I I'm going to call that I'm going to call that thing God. And you're going to say God didn't make this mug. And I'm like, well, and I know, I know I God know, didn't make it, but it. something made it. it. It might have been a machine. It might have been a man. I don't know. Right. And all I'm saying is something made that. Okay. So what's the problem? There's no problem. But the thing that you're giving the credit for making everything. So by your logic, something made that too. So no, my that's point is, your, what just, you're saying is something. If if God made the universe, then something made God before God made the universe. Perhaps I don't know. I'm not going to take it back that far. <laughs> like the universe might be a. a, 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 a like a kindergarten project for God. And then there's like Papa God and like, oh, look at the universe that you made, little God. And then Papa God's like, hmm, nice job, son. And then that son's like, mm, damn, I'm going to destroy the earth. Well, your your definition of God is, is granted very unique. I mean, there's almost no one I've ever met that holds this belief. So I think it's helpful when we're talking about people want to believe in God, A, B, and C. I think it's helpful to assume it's the traditional Judeo-Christian idea that it's like a dad, it's a male who's going to save you from yourself, who loves you unconditionally. That's what it all is. And who's going to give you the gift of who's going to make your suffering on earth have value, because no one wants to believe that you're suffering for no reason, horrible, and then it's going to give you eternal life, and you're going to be happy there. That's what most people believe. And the UFO thing is an extension of that, is a ex- total extension of, of an obsession with some external savior. All right. And so that's why these documentaries land with people because they don't have any fucking evidence, a weird blurry light in the sky. That's it's just, there's never, there are no photographs. There's nothing. This is what I propose. You watch the phenomenon. I'll watch loose change and we'll compare notes next time. Oh yeah. Our listeners want to hear us talk about nine 11 conspiracies for sure. Dude, I haven't seen loose change. I'll watch it. But what I'm saying is you'll watch it and it's real convincing, but then Everything in the documentary I've read has been debunked. And okay. then that's convincing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. So give me the Cliff's notes of the UFO phenomenon. So alien life is here and it's being what, covered up by the government? Is that what they're contending? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. So right, that's what it is. So, right? well, yeah, that's what they yes, all are. There's been a massive cover up for the last 60 years. <laughs> and why? I don't know why. It's they very, don't say it's, why. It's very bizarre. Now, recently, there's been some stuff that was declassified. And Joe Rogan, who's also a big skeptic of UFO mm-hmm. phenomenon, uh, I watched one of his podcasts, and he was talking to this guy. And uh, they were just – anyways, they the, the military released some 
footage of these, uh, you know, pilots who, who were, who had locked on these, uh, UFOs and were just like tracking them and going, what the fuck? Anyways, you can watch all that online. That's uh, available. But the stuff that I find very compelling is when they're interviewing astronauts, when they're interviewing pilots, when they're in, like, not, these aren't like, Oh man, I saw you. I saw something in the sky, and it I'm puts pretty sure it was a UFO. <laughs> What's that? It put something in my butt. It studied my butt. They're always anally probing farmers. I was like sleeping, and a gray guy came into the <laughs> he was gray. place, and he's. <laughs> but it, dude, when you see it all like laid out, and you see all interview after interview. Like they interviewed one of the guys um, from the, uh, you know, that Roswell crash site. And they show how like after, after that happened, they, they, the guy's talking about it and he's like, yeah, there was this like super thin metal and it didn't weigh anything and you couldn't bend it at all. Like you put all your weight on it, it wouldn't bend. And then afterwards they showed, they, they did these pictures with a weather balloon and they had these guys stand next to the weather balloon and say, yeah, this is what it was. It was a crashed weather balloon. And the guy's like, everybody knows what a fucking weather balloon looks like. This was not weather balloon. This was like completely a different. Nobody's ever seen this material before. And where but did that go? It's cool when where you see that, it. Where when, when it's all laid go? out. What's that? Where'd the crazy the metal go that no one could bend? The, so the government the, took it. The government has and it's it. in a bunker. It's in a bunker somewhere hidden. Well, the, I mean, you should just watch it, dude. It'd be like me explaining. It's like if you if you were a Michael I've Jackson, seen him. dude. I've seen them. I know, I've but seen them all. dude, I've talked to Michael Jackson fans, and they're like, "I'm not going to watch ne- Leaving Neverland," and I'm like, "Why not just watch it? Because it's all bullshit." You know, every they're trying to get at him. I'm like, just watch, fucking watch it. Don't don't fucking poo poo something and not watch it. Like I'll watch Loose Change. I don't care about Loose Change. I don't. I don't think Loose Change is accurate. I'm telling. I, that's my point. Well, then it? don't don't recommend it. I'm recommending this. The phenomenon. I didn't recommend it. I know. I but didn't I, recommend. Loose I'm Change. recommending this because it's very compelling to see all this information. And I know you're saying, oh, you can lay out any information, and it could be something. You're. Tr- it's true. It could be. Okay. Well, here's what I'll do. This this would be a, a better exchange. I will I will watch Phenomenon, and then I'm sure it's been debunked. And I'll find that, and you can read that article. It's not a question of belief. The film examining government UFO records. Mm-hmm. Tale as old as time. It looks like it hasn't been debunked. Oh, really? Okay. It's, it's just a bunch of people saying uh, that, is it time to believe? A new documentary updates what we know about UFOs, blah, blah, blah. I don't know, man. I would, I mean... Whatever, do whatever you want to do, but uh, I find I'm just it very telling compelling. You, I, I mean, I'll consider watching it. I don't really watch much of anything, let alone shit I don't want to watch. But I, I can tell you, I've seen those, and I can't imagine it's any different. It's going to be government documents that's clearly a cover-up, a bunch of interviews with people who apparently seen weird shit, like bendy metal stuff that won't bend, and they're going to wrap it up in a 90-minute conspiratorial thing that preys on my desire to believe in it. That's what they all are. Is it, is it new stuff? Yeah, I mean, some of it's new. I've never, I've never seen these people interviewed before. It's documents of the government saying we're hiding this. It's mostly metal. It's, it's mostly reviews, and then they, you know, they have great, they're really cool, like UFO footage, which I, which I find very compelling. And there's stuff, there's stuff that you've seen 
that's been like, oh, that's somebody throwing a hubcap in the air. And then they explain it and where it came from. And you're like, oh, this was clearly um, something that the government easily debunked by saying it was a hubcap when it wasn't, when it was just some fucking farmer that took a picture of something that he did couldn't explain. It's pretty cool, dude. It's always farmers. It's always farmers. It's not, dude, it's not farmers. In fact, they don't interview a single farmer, but there's a very well, famous said fo- farmer. I know. Cause, cause it, there was a very famous UFO photograph that was taken by a farmer that you've seen that looks like the typical UFO. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. Dude, there's this whole section where there was this uh, UFO that landed next to this school in Australia, and there was all these kids that saw it. And then, you know, it was it was a huge story It was that happened in the 90s. And then all these, uh, you know, news organizations came and they interviewed the kids. And, the, and dude, I just don't think kids lie. And you can't get a group of kids to all lie. Dude, about kids something. may not. Kids do lie, first of all. And second of all, kids are very susceptible to a group think and to, dude, what do you mean kids don't lie? Kids believe in magic. Kids believe in fucking Santa Claus. My daughter thinks that she has seen Santa Claus. Okay. Now, does that mean that she has seen Santa Claus? Well. Come on. There was, <clears throat> there was 30 kids. And they saw a UFO in the sky, and then it landed in a field next to their school, and they saw it. They and saw then what it. happened? And then a then bunch of reporters, a, a bunch, and then it eventually flew away. And then a bunch of reporters <laughs> came, and they fucking asked them about it, and they all told this story. And then mm-hmm. in this movie, of course, now it's what twenty, thirty years later, mm-hmm. and they got all those people together. And they inter- and they were just talking about it. And they're going, yeah, you know, verifying what they'd saw as adults now, not as kids. And not one of them was like, nah, I'm not really sure what I saw. Dude, it's it's compelling shit. Well, this just well, it's just well documented that people make shit up. The the whole there's this whole thing that happened in the 80s where people were it was like this weird contagion in America. It was called satanic panic, where people claimed that they were being put through sexual abuse satanic rituals and they were making it up they were making it up some of those people today still you believe know what? it happened you're and right they're making it up those people were making up satanic shit and because of that and because god doesn't exist at least the christian god that you believed in as a young adult then this UFO phenomenon is also bullshit. In fact, it's all bullshit. I would love to see great evidence for it, but in- instead, it shows up for 30 kids and then flies away. They don't do anything. Why'd they just show up? Uh, it's always some weird, obscure picture. It's always at night. It's always in some, you know, confidential government documents. You're telling me UFOs who can travel the speed of light, we just, the American government is smart enough and strong enough to subvert their will. What they they just show up and blink blink in the night. It's always it's like ghosts. Ghosts never just show up in daytime. They always show up when you're it's dark and you're scared. I just think you have to say what's more likely. Is it more likely that human beings who want to believe in this shit, who are loaded with confirmation bias, and who are we're evolutionary built to assign agency to things that don't have agency? We see the man in the moon. This the limb on the ground looks like a snake. Uh, the cloud looks like an elephant. We hear voices, the crack in your refrigerator, the crickle in your house is a fucking ghost talking to you. Aliens go into all that. We want to believe it. And why don't they just show up and present themselves? 
It just seems to me like you got to you got to choose what's more believable. Well, it'd be like let's say you were like uh, living on an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean on a tiny island, and the year is, uh, let's say seventeen forty five, and one time a fucking Viking ship sails past you uh, on its way from wherever the fucking Viking ship was sailing from to. In 1740. Now, you go tell all your friends on the island, hey, man, I saw a Viking ship. And they're like, what? Where? Over there. Let me look. Oh, it's not there anymore. Hmm. Well, that must be bullshit. Because then no other Viking ships come by there for the next hundred years. Or maybe they do, but you just don't see them because they're not, they don't come by very often. And now, actually, 200 years has gone by. And now there's some ships going by. So, I don't know if you've checked out the universe lately, but it's pretty vast. I believe that alien life exists. I just don't believe that they visited Earth. Check out the movie. It's interesting. It's an, some interesting information. Well, 30 kids who claim to have seen a spaceship is not interesting to me. That's not good. Okay, well, that's one part of the thing, but most of it's all pilots. Most of it's dudes who spend all their life in the air, and they're seeing shit. And there's no reason for them to make it up. They're not making any money. They're not getting famous off of it. They're just pilots who are like, I was in the air and I saw this shit. I'm like, they're not farmers. I know, but but people people's eyewitness testimony is some of the worst, most unreliable evidence in the world. It's Even in a court of law, eyewitness testimony doesn't mean shit. There's also film of their eyewitnessing. So... You can see the actual aliens being tracked by these fucking pilots in these fucking jet planes. And what's that? Just weird moving lights? Yeah, it's lights. Well, that's just not good. That's not good evidence. Well, it's like that Viking ship. I mean, it, it it's not like they're hanging out. For, some, for whatever reason, I don't think the aliens want us to, you know know that they're there or that we're watching that they're watching us dude there's a bunch of shit dude they they talk about them being around these missiles uh wherever there was nuclear weapons and being able to shut down nuclear weapons in case there was a nuclear strike it's pretty cool it's good stuff okay well where where can i find it where can our listeners find this documentary is it hulu is it netflix i, I rented it on amazon wow you paid for it 3.99 or 2.99 whatever it was it was worth every penny well, listen, I'll. I'm sure you can. I'm sure if you know how to fucking, you know, I'm sure you can find it on the internet somewhere if you know how to do that. Well, maybe I'll check it out. Maybe we can pick this back up another time, but we got to go. We're over time. Dude, we started out with BDE and we ended up with UFOs. Write us an email and let us know what you think. And then in the Secret Weekly today, I'm going to tell Clint about a friend of mine who had a UFO experience when he was a child. And it's a very interesting mm. story. All right. Well, we will see you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye.